Coming to you live from a makeshift studio in your favorite linen closet, it's your boy Jay West. Welcome back to the Trash Perspective. Um, today we're going to talk about something very interesting. Uh, basically what it's like to record with your voice working in any type of field that requires you to publicly speak or just put yourself out there. And today I have a very special guest and a very dear friend to me. Here today I got Freddie with me. Um, we go way back. And some of Freddie's credentials, he is a voiceover artist, part-time rapper slash hookmaker, spoken word poet, a writer, sometimes a director, and somewhat of an right. actor. I have seen some of his skits, and I got to say, he's pretty entertaining. Freddie, welcome to the show, my man. Jay West, pleasure. Thank you for having me, man. Oh, man, anytime, anytime. This is a long time coming, especially because, you know, I think since I started doing this, I was like, yo, I, I want to... I want you on some type of episode where we could just rant off of each other. Yeah, I remember we were talking about this for a while, man. We've been talking about this for a while. So for a I very mean, long time. Let's uh let these people know about you a little bit, man. Talk about yourself real fast. What you got going on? Um, voiceover artists, you know. Um, I was laying down a few auditions actually before you um before you sent me, you know, the thing. But um, yeah, hang out, done done auditions for some of the some of the big name um, commercials you see out there. Uh, yes, yes, you actually are on a pretty big commercial. Maybe people have heard your voice. I don't know. Possibly, possibly on a AAA insurance commercial. But um, I've I've heard, I've gotten some. I've heard some people from like Jersey tell me that they've seen it. That they've definitely seen it, like on like TV time and stuff. You know what I mean? Jersey, um, that's interesting. Yeah, this is news to me you know hey but, but um, you know just get out there yeah is what it is bro but, you know what's um, funny uh i talk to you like almost every other day and like you know we've worked together so like we're constantly yeah. talking to each other and this is the first time i've ever heard your accent come out like ever. what accent do i have what are you talking about <laughs> you sound so new york right now like i've never noticed do it yeah, it's coming through. I'm telling you, it's pumping through the the mic. It's so weird. That's wild because there's moments that like um the agents will tell me, oh, for this script, uh, we 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 prefer a New York accent, and I'm like, damn, if only I had a New York accent. Little did I know, you have I've a New York accent, right? I've had it all along. It's just wild, but it, um, it's kind of crazy. I don't know. You're the first person in New York to tell me something like that. To be honest. It's funny because right before we did this, like I was I was on the phone with you and I, it, I mm -hmm. think it's it's because the way the audio is coming out of my computer. Oh, OK, it's kind of amazing. But so <laughs> it's a kind of a little bit. Sad. <laughs> so let's start from like let's let's take a trip down memory lane real fast. I mean, it was cool catching up, but that's not what the people are here for. The people are here to know about a little bit of voice acting. How like what was your inspiration to begin with, like where you were like, I kind of want to do this. Um, we have to go back to like high school, man. We we talking like 2011, literally 10 years ago. That's wild. Wow. But, um, right. Uh, when I was in high school, um, I was part of the Ebony Club, right? Go figure. And <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was part of the Ebony Club and I was the only male member of like the, what do you call it? Like the, like the cabinet, basically, because, okay. you know, we had the president, vice president. I was like the treasurer or something like that. So um, one, I think the vice president or the president wanted to have a soul train night mm -hmm. as a dance. So I'm like, all right, this sounds cool. I'm, because I'm the only guy there, they're like, and Freddie, you can be Don Cornelius. I'm like, nice. OK, whatever. So then they write this script and over the loudspeaker, I do this whole like, good morning, Archbishop Malloy High School. What was it? I think it was one of the, I think one of one of the advisors was like, you thought about voiceovers? I'm like, no, not at all. So you really crossed my mind. 10 years ago, like you were, I can only picture you like tall as hell, wiry frame with this just deep, velvety, <laughs> smooth voice pumping out of your body is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'll just show you pictures. <laughs> so 
all right, so th- this administrator's like, hey, you ever think of doing voiceovers? And you were probably like, what the fuck? Like, how do I even start that? Yeah, basically. Um, he mentioned it, and I was, I was kind of interested because it was always something that was kind of in the back of my mind. Right. Like the second, the second my voice kind of changed, that I was like, I would, I would, I would fuck around and just do like, um, what do you call it? Um, like the movie guy voice, like, um. This summer, Jay West is Jay West as Jay West playing Jay West in Jay West. Coming <laughs> that would this be summer. a I, terrible I would movie. Do shit like that. <laughs> I would do shit like that, like consistently, consistently, like, and just, just always just play around my voice. But it was just me playing, you know? And um, after I graduated, uh, maybe around like 2000. 17 I, mm-hmm. I i the idea came back to me like let's let's try this actually at the time i was working at a at an elementary school and one of the subs was telling me how oh they get coaching and voiceovers and i'm like light bulb went off i'm like tell me more what was what is this coaching thing was your coach what was going on you right know? so then from there i hook up with their coach who was this this um this lady uh Rainy Cormel she, she and she lived in like out west like somewhere in Utah or like Vegas or something and so talking to her actually messing with like some scripts and stuff she made me realize how much I actually sucked but <laughs> she like I really didn't think I sucked until like I actually like strictly because it's it's literally voice acting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had the voice part right. I had no acting skills whatsoever. But you were having trouble conveying different emotions just through the tone of your voice. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Between that and there's, there's just so much stuff that goes into it. You know, like the you you can't sound like you're reading. You can't sound. You have to sound like someone that's not really say excited, but they kind of teach you to, to 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 read your lines with a smile it doesn't matter so basically you were talking like this to everyone and every line you read was just as happy basically yeah basically yeah i got it so then um training from her was was really good right and from there i kind of she and she kind of mapped out like everything i would have to do that's awesome and so she was kind of like a mentor almost yeah she was she was i definitely say she was um, it was it was short lived, but it was definitely she was like the first taste I really got within like the voiceover industry. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because she was somebody that's always already seasoned in the whole in the whole industry. You know what I mean? So getting this information from her was like, OK, that's all I got to do. Me at the time, I was literally like, no, nah, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to fuck it. Like I went right into it. I heard her say that I need to make a demo. Two months later, I was like, all right, bro, because, you know, I got friends in the music that, that make music. I'm like, bro, I need to make a demo. So let's um, like how many how do you how much do you charge per hour, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. Right. Hey, um, get the demo done. Look for like reads online and stuff. And that's basically how I got my demo done. It's probably like 2018 and something like that. Then from there. I don't really know how to get any work within like, like any voiceover work really. So I'm kind of like, what's what I'm looking for. I was like freelancing. Okay. So I went on this, there was this website called um, voice one, two, three, where you make an account and you pay them like an annual, an annual fee or something like that. And they'll, they'll send you like a lot of these small business um, voiceover work and stuff like that. Is it legit? It's legit, but is the thing is that the the how would I say the pool is so big from them. You know what I mean? Like it's a situation like if they if a small business sends them a job for them to find a voiceover artist, they're sending that job out to like ten thousand people. Ooh, you know what so I mean? It's beyond competitive at that point. Exactly. Exactly. So basically, so, you're in the Hunger Games of voice acting at this point, just trying to get someone to pull literally. your file up. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And here I am volunteering for, for what was it? I was volunteering for tribute. I'm volunteering for tribute 
and <laughs> and this shit is just they just making this shit crazy hard. So then, um, from there, I'm realizing because I'm not booking anything, but it's still great great practice. You know what I mean? Still good practice, getting comfortable with the microphone. Along at the same time, I'm still doing like helping some of my friends with music and stuff like that. Like there's moments they might want a voiceover on their track or something, or they need they Some want to intro, or whatever. Yeah, ad libs, whatever it may be. Mm. And then um, from there, I think it was more of a situation. I think I got um, what was it? I got I hooked up with this um, this studio called uh, Edge Edge Studios. They they hit me up. I don't know if I found them or they found me. But basically, they they had this thing like this free evaluation kind of thing, where it was like, oh, come over, come to the city, like chill in our studio, and then we'll we'll talk. We want to evaluate you. We'll let you know if you basically if you have a chance within the industry, and and pretty much they'll they'll coach me through the whole hold ordeal. on. Wait a second, for free? Not for free. The evaluation's free. So then, so basically, this is what it is. I go in, introduce myself, et cetera. There's like 10 other people there. And all of those other people are kind of trying to make it in the industry too. Mm-hmm. So, so they have us read some stuff. They teach us some stuff. And then after they have us read, they're like, okay, we're going to review your stuff. And then we're going to email you with like, with like some criticisms or some what we think you should do and where in the, in the industry you should fall. And if it's a case that we feel that you don't belong in the industry, we'll let you know. Um, I don't know how much of that was actually, you know, BS as far as the, like, if you suck, we'll let you know you suck. Right. Because right after they tell you like, yeah, you can, you can do this. They immediately like, okay, you can, you, you should, try out for our plan because our plan has this many lessons oh along with we'll, okay. we'll help you exactly we'll that's, help the, you hook. Make a new that's demo. the hook that's okay basically 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 so me at this point i'm like all right only because it's, i'm like this is an investment plus i spent like future. a year almost yeah i spent like a year freelancing didn't really book anything so it's like it's whatever so then after that, um, I ended up going for like my first time coaching. Go to the city. It was really, really dope setup. You know, they 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 they're running through things. They're like, okay, try doing this, try doing that. They give you a coach that's more tailored to your voice and to your like what you're hoping to do in in, in the industry. You know what I mean? Like if it's like they have a specific guy for like say cartoons. They have a guy mainly for commercials. They gave me a guy that was for commercials and kind of had my range of voice almost, where it was like a lot of deep, raspy voices and stuff like that. Oh, man, please do Booker T. Washington real fast. <laughs> Booker T. Washington. I remember, what was it? I you forgot what it was, but you, you, you were doing it was, something. It was something along the lines of in 1892, uh, we as a people decided not to take no for an answer. Then from there, we all decided that we must overcome. Something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> it's man. I love it. I love it. It's man. But then um, from there, what was it? After that, it was, oh yeah, I'm, I'm picking the guy's brain, pretty much the coach, I'm picking his brain. He's telling me like, okay, everything sounds really good, um, but these are the things you need if you're trying to make it within. And I'm like, okay. He's like, you have to get a recording system. You, you need a recording system. Okay. Because you're not gonna be able to travel to the city or travel to like um, someone's studio every single time you get an audition. It's, it, it, it's not efficient. Okay. So I want to hold you up right here. So now in terms of recording gear, right? How old are yeah. you and what type of budget are you working with? Um, at this point from like the first, I'm thinking I'm like 24, maybe 25. Right. 
Now, yeah. do you have a budget like to like because it, it's hard, like a lot of people don't realize, like even if you just want to start like your own podcast and like try to do it somewhat professionally, like the amount of money you have to pour into your actual craft and just for like a decent setup is mind blowing sometimes to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I think of like younger me and like if I was trying to do this, like I would not have had the means to have the setup I have now. And I don't even have a great one. You know what I mean? So like wh- how was what was your approach? Um, funny thing, the first time I ended up buying a mic was when I was doing the original coaching like two years prior with the lady like that was out west. Do you right? remember the, the, the mic? I don't remember the name because it was a horrible mic, bro. It was a horrible, horrible bro, mic. I, I think was, everyone's first mic is complete ass. Bro, it was it was it was trash. First off, it was like maybe maybe a foot tall, if that. I don't think it was a full foot, maybe like six inches. Well, because I mean, I'm looking and, at my first mic. It's funny because the thing's a piece of shit. And I'm looking at like my almost $300 Shure microphone. Please send me a check, Shure. Sponsor me. I want to sell people your shit. <laughs> but I can only imagine like when you, you you get hype though, like you get your first mic and you're like, yeah, I'm legit now. And then you hear how it sounds and you're like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, at the time I'm hype because it's um, only because it's like now I actually have something to record. Yes. You know what I mean? Before I was only doing it on my phone and like the quality is not the best. I'm recording in like closets and whatnot and like these, these, and I'm a bro, big dude. The closet bro. thing, people don't understand. Like when you're trying to get like a sound clip and like the acoustics of the world, of the world, of the room just aren't working with you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to pack it into a closet and with some towels and shit. Mm-hmm. You have to create that environment and that shit's ridiculous. That's another thing. A lot of people don't understand like to get the right sound, like dude on, we get dubbed. We record in my boy's basement and the air conditioner, because both of our mics that like, they pick up everything. Everything. Bro, we got to record in the heat. Cause like we, you got that annoying ass buzz in the background and we can't cut it out. Damn. That's the worst. Especially when you can't cut it out. So it's like, I totally empathize with you when you're like, yo, I got to record in closets. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, bro. Craziness, man. So yeah, I was doing the coaching in the city. I'm picking his brain. He's like, yo, you really need to get a mic. It was like, I'm like, damn. So he's like, um, to help you find, um, to help you like look for it, basically. He's like, I recommend this one. He recommends this, like, a Scarlet Studio. It's definitely, like, five steps up from my first mic, definitely. Of course. You know? So then I'm looking at it, it's, like, $250. I'm like, "Mm." It's a rough one, man, because once you do, you are committed. Like, you're not Mm -hmm. just going to stop. Once you have, like, almost $300 microphone, you're not just going to stop. It's no longer a hobby at this point. Yeah. At a certain point, it's like you're really making this, this, this leap now. Because you put in the money for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then um, I'm in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, like, as far as this mic. Because, and, and I'm kind of like almost like teetering towards, like, like, I don't even know if I should, like, am I really this deep into like voiceovers for me to really be about it? Bro, like, I want to say, like, maybe a month later. Um, I'm with one of my coworkers. Um, we go out for like brunch or something like that, and we're talking. And this guy, he's always, always from the jump been like, been trying to push me to do the voiceover thing. Ever since okay. like the moment, from the moment he heard my first, like my first demo, he was like, "Yo, do it, go for it, go for it, go for it, go for it." Between school and all the other shit, I'm like, I wasn't really making that big of a deal about it. Then one day he's like, oh yeah, the voiceovers, how's the voiceovers going? I'm like, yeah, they coming and going. It's not really. He's like, okay. He's straight, straight face. He's like, all right, let's talk seriously now. What do you need to make that next, to make that next step within the, because he's really, he's committed, committed on, on, on me making it, bro. Beautiful. So then I'm like, honestly, from what I know, man, I need a, I need a mic set. You know, that's what I need a recording system. 
then bro i shit you not like a week later this recording system gets sent to my house what this man ordered the recording system on amazon that's that's fucking sweet as hell man that's real that's like someone really showing you like hey i think you got what it takes and at that point like like, did all like self-doubt leave your mind when someone really just went all in on you it did. It did in that. It did in that. How would I say? Because that was a really good question. But it it left my mind in that and like re. How would I say like remembering all of like the doors shut in my face. You know what I mean. Remembering all of like the agencies that I I, I used to call. Like, hey, I got this demo. I don't know. Can I send it to you? To bro, door slammed in my face consistently, consistently, consistently. I remember and here's this guy those... just like, yo, here's what you need. Exactly, and then just, just, just willing, and then just give it to me. And then I'm like, like, I right, cool. I'll pay you back by this time. He's like, no, you can pay me back whenever you want. But and this is and this is how it gets me. I love this guy to this day. He goes. You can pay me back whenever, but you're only allowed to pay me with money you make from voiceovers. Gosh, dang it, diggity dog. Um, that is, oh, that's a tearjerker. That's bro, beautiful. The, 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 the motivation at that point? I, that's through the roof. You you have to succeed now. Like, at that point. To. Yeah, no, that's, that's the pick me up you needed. Yeah. You I'm, hi- I mean? I'm hyped. Like, I'm hyped for you right now. Like, that's that's dope. Bro, and this was, this, yeah, this was, this was, it's like two years old. I'm like 25 at this point. I really just started, like, once I set everything up and everything, from there, I'm, I'm going ham. I'm going in. Like, even if it's not, like, I'm auditioning for anything, but at the same time, I'm, 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 I'm getting comfortable with the mic microphone um, I'm developing some type of content whether it be for like IG there was a, I remember there was like one there was one thing like the first thing I think I remember recording on it was like um you remember Courage of Cowley Dog absolutely great show there was that do you remember that episode with the um Conway Conway the the the, the conformance or something like that Conway so okay then, yes, yes 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 yeah I did not I'm like, would you believe that I'm 192 years old? That is that might yeah, you know what I mean? So I was like, remember, live long like Conway. That's fucking great. Yeah, bro. So I put that on IG, right? I put I, I put a I put a video of me doing that on IG. Mm. And I think maybe like a week or two goes by. I somebody somebody slides into my DMs. Saying like, hey, um, I'm working on this on 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 this this uh, this cartoon basically called uh, Ion Knee. We we we're doing like this um pilot for Amazon Prime. Uh, I think your voice will be perfect for one of the characters, bro. At this point, I'm like, oh, that was, that was finally finally exhaled, and I was like, son. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts to it's starting to fall into place. Starting to fall into place. And bro, at this point, at this point, what was um this is this is like the beginning. I won't say the beginning of 2020 at this point. This is before the pandemic and everything. I remember this because I I think the next day I, I saw you and you like you pulled me to the side I'm like, yo, guess what? And I was like, what's going on? And you were like, oh, I got this gig for a cartoon or something like that and i was like yeah bro i went crazy i was so hyped i was so hyped (laughs) yeah bro but it's a situation man where it was like i'm looking at it bro at this point i exhaled because it was like yo this is three years in the making right because i was getting coaching from ramey cormell in 2017 i did the first demo in 2018 i was doing those those bogus auditions on 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 like those freelancing auditions in 2019. Yep. For 2020 to start, and I already book a job, bro. Son. Hey, listen, it's, you know what? So 
it, it makes it so much more worth it though. Cause it's, you know, you never stop. You just kept, you just kept going with what you wanted to do, regardless of how many doors shut, you were just like, all right, I'll just keep going. And that's the hard part for a lot of people. So I got a quick is, question because mm-hmm. for anyone listening, um, for the people that, you know, happen to drop by this, what would you say to them if in, in, in the time of, in, how do I put this it, for a moment of inspiration for them? Cause a lot of people, you know, it, it's so hard to not get defeated or if, you know, you don't get as many likes or you don't get as many shares or you don't even get as many listens on whatever it is that you put out. It's really hard to, to get down on yourself and just kind of call it quits. So to that person that's about to just, you know, walk away, what can you say to them? I don't want to be cliche and just say don't quit, but the biggest thing I would say is don't quit. Even if it's a situation that you're going to go about it less, just make sure you're always going at it. Right. You know what I mean? So like I said, from starting in 2017, it wasn't like I was doing voiceovers every day. 2018, I wasn't doing voiceovers every voiceovers every day. Right. I didn't have I didn't have the equipment to do it. You know what I mean? And even doors getting shut in my face. I'm like, screw it. We're going to go do this demo. Let's just go for it. Do the demo. Even after that, it's like, you're not really booking anything. No, it's cool. Cause we're still, still doing it some way, somehow, whether it be, um, I'm on friends songs or I'm doing, um, like, what do you go? Like spoken word poetry or I'm just stay Stay in it some way, somehow. Never completely get out of the pool is what I'll say. So stay the path and always, I mean, this is just me chiming in. I think you should always be all in on yourself, no matter what. Someone has to believe in you, even if it's yourself. You know, don't take no for an answer. Just just pound it, you know. And now you brought something up that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, You said a little bit about your spoken word and spoken word, man, that, that could be a brutal fucking scene. Cause that's like public speaking yeah. to the next level. Cause like, you know, people are going to judge the shit out of you. You know what I mean? Like people mm-hmm. are waiting mm-hmm. for you to fuck up. There's also people like sometimes going live for their IG or you're just trying to get your name out there for someone to hear you to maybe feature you. How do you overcome like the anxiety behind those situations? When we say anxiety, do you mean more so like as the nerves of, of, of the nerves, entire performance? Stage, or you, mean right, like- you know, you might stumble or, you know, maybe you have stumbled. Like just the overall, how do you block that out and just, you know, let your nuts hang and stand in front of all these people and just let it rip? Just all in. How do you how do you do that? How do you keep that confidence? How do you maintain that level of coolness and a steady head to keep you going? With uh, with voiceovers, I, I'm not voiceovers. With um, spoken word, practice is always the the biggest thing, and I feel like that's with um, with anything. Once again, don't want to be cliche, but practice does help make perfect. One hundred percent, practice, practice, practice. Like never stop, like never stop. That's what I was saying before, bro. Never fully take, never fully take yourself out of the pool. If even if it's a situation where you know life happens shit happens it's understandable you know this bad things happen random things pop up shit happens but so if you have to get out of the pool i understand but keep your foot in there keep your toes in there you know what i mean don't 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 fully get out even i was going to school full-time i was working full-time but i'm still okay wait they sent me an audition and i can I can try to knock this one out. Yo, bro, is the is the is the studio open? All right, cool. I'm gonna pull up, and, and that's like the only maybe audition I did for like three or four months. So wait, wait, wait. You know what I mean? Now, would you say it's a little more? Which, which all right? What situation would you rather walk into? Having to walk into the studio and record, or having to go in front of a room full of people and drop your own personal shit? thing is a lot of the time the cool thing about voiceover a lot of the time the emotions they want you to convey you look absolutely insane really doing a lot of these things like because yeah, you're trying to make it come out as natural as possible exactly so so your face looks a certain way or like your the, the motions you're doing with your body and all this other stuff just so you can get certain things out okay which is with voiceover but with with spoken word 
you come in, I felt like I always went in with like a game plan. Okay. And there's moments that game plan doesn't, does, does, is the game plan doesn't fully come out the way you would like. Like, I remember there, there was a day that I, I, I wrote this poem called, um, uh, what was it called? I think one of the lucky ones, I think it was called. So this is one of the only poems I've ever really like recorded. I mean, not recorded, um, um, memorized. Right. I was never, I was never a fan of memorization when it came to poetry, strictly because I like to focus on like my cadence and like how I'm delivering certain things. Because I feel like if I don't, certain things just go over people's heads. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I memorize, I memorize this poem and I'm I'm super confident. I'm super confident. I go in there, I'm, I'm like, I got this. I just shaved my head for the first time. I'm, 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 I'm like, okay, bald head, beard combination, first time the world gets to see it and you, you're performing this poem and everything. Then I'm thinking I'm only performing this in front of like my friends and like the rest of the people that's in this spoken word community that's around there. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, this girl that I was talking to, like maybe two or three days that I that, that I just casually mentioned that I was gonna be doing this thing, and she just pulls up randomly. Ooh. No heads up. <laughs> she was feeling you anything. though. She was definitely feeling you, bro. And she pulls up as I get on stage. Why? I, I get on, bro. I get on stage super, 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 super excited. Second I see her, I'm like, shit. Um, Yo, uh, your stomach drops. You got a shit. What? That's crazy. I'm like, what is the first line of the poem again? Damn it. Um, uh, uh, Did you you freeze up there? I didn't freeze, but it was a situation where it's like, that's the thing about memorization. That's why I was never really a fan of it. It's almost like the alphabet. You know what I mean? You can't really think of a way to do the alphabet backwards. But if you know, if A is right in front of you, you can do the whole song, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. You know what I mean? If A is not there, so I pull out my phone real quick. I'm like, all right, cool. All right, we good, we good, we good. So then I'm performing this thing and then I'm, I'm looking around, trying to gauge the audience and everything. Everything's flowing out. Is Everything's flowing out properly. Then I get towards the end of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm damn near stuttering at this point. Cause yeah. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> and that's the thing with live performances, bro. There's no pause, stop, let's, let's, let, let's do that again. Let's, let, let's start from the beginning. Yeah, let's, you kinda gotta yeah. let it rip. Exactly. Yo, so. Oh man, that really fast, that reminds me of uh, one time I had to give a presentation for, it was my final. And I, I, Wait, which class? I, I think you told me this, which class it was, um, it was my English 201 and mm. I had everything written down. I had, I had like a four page, whatever I had four pages. I was, I was on the podium and it's almost like my brain just shut off what we were like. Nah, we, we don't need you eyes. And I just, it was like, I left my body and I was watching myself just speak. And I'm like, this is not what I wanted. I'm just kind of going off. <laughs> and I see my boys, they're like staring at me. And one of my boys, he's got these big bugged out fucking eyes. And he's just staring at me. He's just like nodding his head like a psychopath. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> he knows, like, I'm just fucking going for it. And then all of a sudden I end and there's just like this weird ovation. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And I don't remember <laughs> anything I said. You had an out-of-body experience? <laughs> no. So it's like for when you were like, you're, you're just stuttering and you don't know what you're saying. Like, dude, that is the most terrifying experience. When you're aware, terrifying, bro. once mm-hmm. you become self-aware, it's over. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, shit, 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 shit. And then you like, it's kind of like if you're stoned and you're breathing weird. And then all of a sudden you go, am I breathing? Okay. And your brain's like, no, bitch, you're not, you're not breathing. And then you're like, how do I breathe? How do I breathe? <laughs> I it's one of those things. Bro, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I just had no, to get that no, out no. there because that shit makes me Definitely. laugh every time. Now, now question with, did anybody um, notice 
Like as far as like your your oh your my situation. one friend he knew immediately that's why he was staring at me like I had seven heads because he knew <laughs> like he's like oh that doesn't sound like what you read to us beforehand no sir mm. but I mean wait, luckily wait. I mean I I mean I don't like to you know tug my own nuts I mean I do but I mean luckily mm. I'm charismatic yeah, and it. I can deliver <laughs> but if it wasn't for me being able to like deliver with some type of confidence and act like I know what I'm talking about because I delivered that shit apparently great because but I don't remember saying what I like you could have basically just everything I had in front of me up in flames you know what I mean oh big time and that's the that, that's usually the 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 scary part of situations like that because because even in mine as much as I thought I was stuttering I played it off to the audience, at least how they saw it, was kind of like part of the delivery. Yes. Because, you know, you come off confident to them, they know, like, oh, well, he's good. You know what I mean? Like, he's good. He's not scared. He's not fumbling. And you just, I'm, I'm so glad you fucking killed that shit. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> which is hilarious. I had no clue that I, that I killed it until people were like, yo, bro, look, no, that was crazy. At the same time, certain things went over people's heads. You know what I mean? Typically that, always happens. Of, that always happens, but it's like that's when I'm, but that's why I don't like really recording. But yeah, bro. All right. So now I want to bring the recording studio and spoken word together. Now mm-hmm. you did bring up, well, actually, I brought it up. You did yeah. some acting, and I have seen some of your skits online. Um that seems to be the hardest thing where you have to let's see act naturally like that's one of the weirdest things like you have to act like you're acting normal yeah how the fuck do you do that because like i've seen your skits and you're like in control and it's not even so much like it's not so much like a a voice thing now it's like you have that part in the bag but how do you just like keep moving and just acting like you're, I don't know, not this weird character. See, funny thing, because even in, in the sketches that you have seen, I'm a weird character. So that was, that was, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I'm, I'm, dude, I keep thinking of the hand rub. Yeah. I keep thinking of the hand rub. <laughs> the hand rub. Oh. But um, I'd say, see, for me, acting was always like a, something that, that that was kind of difficult in the sense that like how do you really act you know what i mean it seems like something that that it just it just sounds weird to just talk about it but for me i was put in a position where like well technically i put myself in the position because i was writing i was writing skits you know what i mean mm-hmm. i was i was writing things and then when i had actors and actresses to act out a lot of these things that I was writing, there's certain parts that they're like the actors like, nah, bro, that's you. That's that's definitely you. You wrote that that character is just you. Yeah. So like, they they can't really flesh out yeah. the idea that you had because you wrote it through your own eyes. Exactly. And the way that I described it to them, and like when I'm giving them like my whole vision of the entire. You're using your like mannerisms and such. So it's literally you. Exactly. Unique. Yeah, exactly. And they're laughing because they're like, that's hilarious that you would say something like that. And you know what I mean? That is so like they're laughing because they're thinking that it's me playing the character. That's me kind of if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. then when it actually came to it, even bro, even the directing where it was. I'm literally, I've actually found an actor or an actress and an actress to 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 be in in something that I wrote. And me saying cut or action and me having to explain to them why this is not the way I want it done, or this is not the way this character should be acting in this particular scene and how it it it. Bro, honestly, I shit you not. Thinking about it now, I don't even know how the fuck I did it. Yeah, because you were you were doing a lot with those skits, and I, you know, I commend you for it because you know, you you put yourself out there for it. But I mean, that just freaks me out the most because it's now it's not like just 
there's this room of just random people. It's like, this could potentially be a lot of people that see you and you don't want to go viral for the wrong reasons. Like you fucked up and now people are just making fun of you. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Exactly. That's another weird thing. Like putting yourself out there is fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like just oh, having the balls to like, mm-hmm. just fucking tell people what's on your mind or just try to share with the world, like what you're doing or, you know, I think that's why we all do this. You know what I mean? Like we're all just trying to leave some type of weird legacy behind that mm. isn't alive and asking for food constantly. Yeah, basically. But uh, man, all right. Right That's now we're going to take I'm a done. break and we're going to hear a message from our friends. Hello, I am Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast and I am very excited to introduce my two friends here. Miles. Hello, I'm Miles from the Distump Podcast. And Josh. Hi, I'm Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. We are very, very excited to be doing a brand new podcast together. We are joining forces, and we are going to be reviewing horror movies. It is called High on Horror. That's going to be our podcast where we talk all about horror movies. We're going to review them, and we're even going to have some audience participation. I hope you guys are excited. The show will debut on the first day of fall, September 22nd, so be on the lookout for that. Until then, you can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at HonHPod, where we'll be pumping out quality content all the time. And remember, life is tough, so why not take a break and get high on horror? Welcome back to the Trash Perspective. It's Jay West. My man Freddie's still in the building. We're about to wrap this thing up. All right, so... How did it feel to like land your first professional gig and get signed? Like when you sign a contract or go through an agent, what was that experience like? Well, it was, it's crazy, bro. I'm like, this is a funny story. Um, so I end up, I end up having surgery like in the middle of the summer. Right. So I'm already like, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be incapacitated the entire summer. This this don't fucking suck. But I do remember I still have the recording. I still have my my, my recording system. So I'm not going to be bored. I have shit to do. I can, I I can, I can record shit. I can, I can play around, do something, you know? And then um, one day while I'm on, um, what was the name of that site? What's the name of the, the acting site that people usually use? IMBD or something like that? IMDB? Uh, that website? No, nah, it's like a, it's like an app. An app for what? Like I think you can just find... Um, actors and back, actresses? Backstage, backstage. Okay, see, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I know what back yeah, page they, is, but I don't know about that. <laughs> that should they took that shit down, bro. You can't mention the back page. But um, <laughs> backstage, basically, the same way how you, the same way you saw what back page was for. Backstage was that, but for actors and actresses, right? So people, so they have like other like freelancing spots now, like uh, Fiverr or like um. Uh, what was the other one that you can like sell like Craigslist basically it's like Craigslist for like for actors right and then so then um, I'm on backstage at this point trying to get like trying to get auditions not really getting much but even the ones I'm getting I'm just like getting comfortable with the with the with the with the microphone that's all it really is so whatever one day I get um, like this notification for a showcase that they were having. Right. And the showcase basically was like, they'll have like maybe five separate talent agencies. And you, as a voiceover actor, you can read two things and then, and pretty much that's that. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, dope, because... I've always said that, like, especially with everybody that I do know that's like, yo, your voice is amazing. You should go into this. In the back of my mind, me getting the door shut in my face didn't make sense to me. Right. I mean, you know why I mean? should it? You know what I mean? In in the sense that it's like, 
I understand that I m- might have some work to do, but I belong. I, I should be able to book something if the right people hear me. Right. You deserve you know? it. I, I feel you deserve it. You know what I mean? Like, you know I, I mean, that, that's got to be a rough feeling because you're just sitting there like, why won't they take me? I know I'm good, but why won't anyone else see that? Exactly. And once again, that pretty much just just, just helped feed into me starting to feel like I didn't belong. Where it's like, if everybody that's that that has the power to 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 to, to have me excel in this industry is kind of like shutting the door in my face i'm like okay maybe maybe this isn't the thing for me so over time i'm starting to develop this idea like yeah somebody's gonna figure me out and like i'm, I'm gonna get figured out eventually someone's gonna figure out that i don't belong in this shit nah then, man see that's oh, see that's weird because like i always feel like sometimes it's also like the before you can even get to the the person that you want to be interviewed by, you got to get by their lackeys. And it's like, these mm-hmm. people don't know what the fuck they're even talking about. And like, they just judge you based on what they like. And for all you know, you might've been a hit with like the creative director, but because you didn't get past the interns, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bro. So then um, I'm on uh backstage and I see this thing for like the, for like the showcase. So I jump at the offer, but they're asking for like four hundred dollars. So they I'm want like, you to pay them, basically. Fuck. Four hundred dollars, and I'm like, yo, that's more than the recording system. I'm like, damn, this is this is more than 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 just the than just like uh, what's what I'm looking for. Like this is more than than an investment at this point. This is like. Like, I'm asking myself, like, yo, is, am I really trying to make this a career? But at the same time, bro, I'm sitting on my ass for the entire summer. You know oh, is mean? this when you had the shoulder incident? Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, yeah. So, at this point, I'm kind of like, what else am I fucking doing at home? What are you like, doing? You know, I'm not doing shit. So, it's like, fuck it put in the 400 dollars. i'm like it is what it is money's gonna come back around anyway you know what i mean we get paid twice a month anyway so it's like whatever um i go and do this thing i do the um the conway the the same voice you heard before mm-hmm. you know um live long like conway that thing and then i did like um what was the other thing I did? I think it was kind of like, like the other thing I did, like the, 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 I think the movie guy voice. Okay. Yeah. So I do those two things. Now, actually it wasn't even that. It was like a very cinematic one because I wanted to, I, I was supposed to, I was trying to give them like two separate, like two, two different um, kind of vibes to, to, to play with. You know what I mean? Yes, so it was dude. like, um, it was something very like, it was like a car commercial that was like, um, what was it? I think it was like GM, something like that. But yeah, so then I do those two things and after I do those two things, they just go on to the next person. So... I'm 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 a little disappointed because it's so like wait 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 you just throw down four hundred and you just record two things and then leave two things and then bro remember this is this is like the summer of 2020 so everything's on Zoom mm. so they literally just go to the next person Ooh. damn you wait know? so did you have your I mean I know this is a stupid question but like was your camera on could they see you like in the flow yeah, of things me. yeah they see me and everything doing everything they and even and remember when i told you it was like five people and like from from like separate talent agencies yes only only two of them really like got to comment on like on my i'm like damn only two people like everyone couldn't comment i'm like all right cool fine whatever 
in my mind, I'm, I'm a little, little, little disappointed because that's not what I expected it to be. But once again, I, I got myself out there. There's, there's a group of people that are there that got to hear me. And it's like 400, whatever. Bro, that weekend, I get an email from one of the, uh, one of the ladies. I was, it was like, oh, yeah, we were in the, um, we were one of the uh, five talent agencies that were, that were present during your thing. And we were, we were interested in signing you. Um, do you have any, do you have any, what was, do you have any representation currently? I'm like, absolutely the fuck no, I don't. Um, <laughs> you know, they're like, okay, we're interested in signing you. <laughs> like, would I be there if I had a representation? Oh, shit. Oh, that's good. That's too good. Yeah, bro. And the rest is history. Oh, man. So that's dope. So that's like, you know, you, you, you show up to the combine or whatever, and then next thing you know, you're getting drafted, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, wait, yeah. you, want, you want me? Mm-hmm. It's after, like, they, 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 they projected you. What's his name? Mel Kuyper projected you to go undrafted. Not even oh, in the seventh man. round, just go undrafted. How tasty was that success? Like, I mean, the chef's kiss, that's beautiful, because like you said, you have door after door after door being closed. You don't think you fit in, and then just, mwah, somebody sees the greatness. Oh, I almost wanted to cry. So I was I mean, like, that's a big oh. deal. That's a big like, deal. Because, bro, it's a situation where I was like, okay, I know I wasn't bugging. I'm like, I know I wasn't bugging. And the amount that, like, as the, the longer I stay in the industry, and this is the reason why I'm, 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 I'm mentioning to tell your listeners, do not take your foot, do not take yourself completely out of the pool. Because you have what I'm noticing in this industry. It's all about it's 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 very subjective, very subjective. Mm. Like if you even even music, think about how like the type of dudes that to us kind of suck are like on the top of the charts. That's you true. You know what I mean? That's, that's so a good it's, point. It's, Bro, voiceover is, is the exact same thing. Where it's just like there's moments that like I'm 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 feeling down. It, the agent's literally saying it's like, nah, it's just the person that heard it. Exactly. Exactly, exactly how you said, like, oh no, you spoke to the interns, where it's like that's who got because they're not in a board meeting all the time where they're like, let's listen to like the the the, the takes we got. It's like, no, one person makes that decision. One or two people at most. That's rough, man. That's rough. Yeah, bro. Going forward now, mm. what are your current goals with voice acting? Um, with voice acting, honestly, um, it's the same goal that it was before. You, you want to know what my ultimate goal is, voiceover work? Yes. My ultimate goal the one thing that I know, if, if, if I get this done, if, I, if I'm able to execute this, I know that I've made it. My goal is to get booked for a Super Bowl commercial. Ooh, that's, yeah, that's, that's money. That is that's, money. Bro, this past year was maybe the, was the closest I ever got to that, to, to, to that dream. I mean, it's only, it's going to happen eventually. Like it's, it's gonna, we, we just manifested it or whatever, however that works, whatever that shit is that girls say, like, we just manifest it. Just, yeah, we just speak it into the existence. Good. Listen, you got this shit. You got this. Yeah, That's bro. dope. So, so now it, okay. Would you prefer acting or voice acting? Honestly, I prefer voice acting uh, mainly. I'll do either or, but I don't, I don't really see myself as much of an actor. It's the same thing as far as like the the music, really, where it's, I don't really see myself as a rapper, you know what I mean? But I'm not a rapper, you know? <laughs> and, but at the same time, like, I love music. I don't really see myself as much of, as much as a, much of a musician. So like, even rapper, 
I'll, I'll make a hook here and there. I'll probably like sing on a track if you want me to, but not really like, you're not going to hear me dropping an entire album or anything like that. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, if that answers your question. All right, cool. So now out of everything that we've gone over and shit, so yeah. let's take this whole experience and just clump it all together. And what's the number one thing that you would say you've gotten out of this? That I've gotten out of um, voiceovers or, or specifically? Just, I guess, the whole experience overall. Just everything like you've learned about yourself, building self-confidence, putting yourself out there, having people interact with your art. Um, I think the biggest thing, what you said, the biggest thing to take away from it? Yes. Is that, is that what you said? Yeah. That's what what, yes, that's, that's what I said. Um, the biggest thing... And this, this, this is kind of a lengthy answer too, bro. So I don't that's know. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but the biggest thing for me, I think, is, and I think it's an important, an important lesson that everybody listening can take: how you see you is not how other people see you. Mm. It's the mm. biggest thing. That's a little I deep. Was, bro, I was suffering. And I still kind of suffer from it, from uh, something that uh, one of my mentors uh, taught me, something called imposter syndrome. Okay. Well, what I is imposter syndrome for uh, the people that don't know? Basically, imposter syndrome is when you think you don't belong somewhere and you're kind of just waiting for the people around you to kind of like figure you out. Like... Literally, I was in an industry that I'm in an industry where I got signed, I got booked, and I'm still questioning whether or not I'm good enough. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, and you're definitely good enough. It's just, I guess it's that mental block. But that's the thing. You see how you see me? That's not how it's seeing me, bro. It's mm. not how it's seeing me at all. I, and this, this is, this, I don't know if you're going to cut this out or not, but with me, I'm realizing now for years, I've been exuding a level of confidence that I don't really possess. Okay. I get, I totally get that. You, you, you know, you see what I mean? Cause at, on, on the surface, I appear to be like a confident motherfucker that, that, that's just like, yeah, I'm about this shit, what's up, whatever. You don't like it? I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But in reality, I'm scared shitless of like how, like what you think of me or like how you, how you see me or like what, bro, what, how people see you is not how you see you. Because the mm. entire time I saw myself as someone that really, like, bro, what are you doing? Voiceovers? You're traveling to the city to be in the studio? Like, what are you doing? Who are you right now? I get that. I get that. that that's you know real. I mean? that's, that's a real ass answer. Bro, it's, it's, it's some serious shit. So literally, that's the biggest thing I can ever let people know. How you see you is not how other people see you. Because... Bro, even there was moments I remember growing up because I was like a chubby kid growing up that and that shit just stayed with me men- mentally. That's crazy because you're like I mean? you're, you're not chubby at all. Like, you know, bro, but I, I get it. Like, it, you know, that that shit morphs your brain and you, you're constantly like self-conscious. Time, you bro. Constantly. There's moments people look at me and like, yo, you're skinny as fuck. I'm like, shut up. Are you serious? <laughs> Bro, ah oh, man, listen. Those are some hard, warming words from our neighborhood, Fred. Fred, it has been a beautiful experience. Please tell these lovely people where they can find you and locate all of your wonderful workings. You can find me on IG, Freddie underscore Frico. That's F R E D D Y underscore F R I C O. Freddie, Freddie underscore Frico. All right, so that's his social media plug. If you like what you see, go check that out. If you want to hear more of his stuff or check out some of his funny skits, hit his Instagram up. For Freddie, 
I'm Jay West, and I will catch you next time the sun sets.